on 98FM and online. This is Phoenix FM. Good evening, everybody. Welcome uh, back to the studio after that uh, oh, whole minute away. There we are. We're back here for the Orient Hour tonight, and uh, something's happened, hasn't it? We've had some signings, and uh, we've had uh, some questions and answers from Mark Devlin, and we've got our quiz final tonight. So it's going to be a busy hour, and uh, first of all, just think I'll just skip, skip across. I've got a panel of uh, three in here tonight. We've got uh, Trevor, Trevor Singfield. We've got uh, Barry Galvin. And we've got Jamie Stripe in here too. And Jamie will be taking part in the quiz shortly. But um, just briefly, uh, Jamie, there's been, it's been a few, few things happening. And uh, Moncur is the big, big uh, news today, isn't it? That yeah. The signing of Moncur. Yeah, there was a few rumblings the other week, weren't there, about him, his arrival at Orient. And uh, I think well, as his touchdown in the Leighton, I think there's a fair few... Orient fans are quite excited about his arrival and uh, looking to bolster that midfield after Capriano's departure. I think it's um, maybe the signing Wellens was alluding to when he was saying we need number eight in there to make things happen in the midfield and going by his past record, I think he could be the one. Well, he's obviously a, a class footballer, Barry, and uh, he's used to playing a lot higher than League Two football. So how do you think he'll adapt coming down a couple of divisions? Yeah, I'm really, really pleased. I think, like most Orient fans, that he's come in, uh, come on board. Especially as, as I understand, quite a few other clubs were interested in looking at him, um, and maybe one or two higher in higher divisions. And um, in my business, I deal with people all over the country, and I deal with a, a Bradford fan and a Hartlepool fan who both, you know, emailed me this afternoon saying, well, "Great signing for you guys," you know. So obviously, they're both League Two clubs. They were, they think it's a great signing. I think it's a great signing, and um, yeah, let's let's hope he proves his worth. Yeah, Trev, you, you you're in the same boat there. You you impressed with that signing? Well, I don't really know nothing about him, to be perfectly honest, but according to Twitter, um, the champagne's on ice, um, the open-top <laughs> bus is ready, and the town hall's uh, putting the red and white flags out. So, um, have, we, have we got a town hall anymore? Well, I mean, there is the town hall oh, at Lane. Oh, yeah, okay. so, I thought it was a pub now. <laughs> well, we, I think the, you, can, you can do some banqueting there still, but no, according to Twitter, he, that's your pole, isn't it? He's good. But as long as he, he lives up to the hype, unlike Jack Payne did a few years ago <laughs> when uh, we would spend hours getting him or whatever and then he turned out to be 
a damp squid. But no, it, it all seems positive, doesn't it? It's a bit of light-hearted put on it, but I, you know what? I wouldn't even know what he looked like, to be honest, until he signed with that rather bad shirt. Oh, right, well, well, well. I mean, if we have a, if we have a, a do at the um, Town Hall, I think last time Orient went to the top flight, you know, they booked Cliff Richard and the Shadows, didn't they? And when they only got promoted, so that, that evening they had the Cliff and the Shadows. Well, we could still, still get them, Andy. Well, you pr- probably... <laughs> probably a bit cheaper. Yeah, I think if they can still make it, yeah. I mean, the young ones. I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not really going to go yeah. down too well, yeah, is it? It won't be for very long. <laughs> not for very long, yeah. <laughs> don't be horrible. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, so as I say, um, I think Julian is uh, on the phone ringing through. So um, we're past the um, phone over, and uh, I think Trevor will uh, talk to Julian directly. Yeah, hello there, Julian. Hey. Good evening, oh. Julian. See, so, take you in a good mood. Ticking over, ticking over. That's what we like to hear. Can you hear us all right there? <laughs> it's a very bad line. Yeah, it seems to be a bit of a delay, as if you're somewhere. You haven't taken off for one of them planes from the feeder park, have you? I can hardly hear you, Trevor. Okay, one second. We're having a few problems here. Yeah, I think, um, and Andy's not put it on the loudspeaker, is he? Is that any better? Oh dear. Speak. I think we're going to have to talk amongst ourselves in a minute. Are you still there, Jules? Yeah, I'm still there. I can hear Jamie, alright? Okay. Okay. As long as you can. Can you hear me now, Julian? Sorry? Right. We're gonna <laughs> we're playing move the microphone now. This is all down to that water spillage last week. So Julian, no more of a do. Can you give me a number between one and seven for your questions this week? No decades of choice. Three, please. Number three. Right here we go. You have chosen 2013-14 is your season. So. Uh, you're going to have to work hard here. I think you may do quite well. So, okay. In 2013-14, which position did we finish? And you get a bonus point for the title wins. Did we finish third? Yes, we did. And the winners would have been the old Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yep, you're on the money already, aren't you? So who was the manager that season? <laughs> okay. All right, okay. What colour was the away kit, second or third? And who were our sponsors? Half a point for each for this one. Would you call it goldy colour with a black sleeve? Yeah, that's good enough for me. The one we wore at Brentford, 2 0 win, Sean Bat and Samson. Yep. Is that your the sponsor? No. FIFA 14. Okay, no language. Right, how many games did we play in the FA Cup this season? And can you name our first round opponents? Dig deep, Julian, dig deep. I'm going Ed's Fleet United. No, it was Southport. Oh, yes. 
Oh, yeah. Nah, they, they brought a fair few down. I think it was four. I think I think we beat Stain six something, didn't we? Okay, who won? The, went on to who went on to win the FA Cup this season? Of fourteen, yeah. Chelsea. No, it was Arsenal. They beat Hull City two one. Okay. Considering how good the season was, what was the average league attendance at Brisbane Road? Rounded up or down to the nearest hundred? And a bonus point for naming the team we had the highest attendance against that season. Well, I'd say the highest would be Wolves. Okay, that's wrong. Can I have another go then? No. <laughs> You're the reigning champion. They're all, they, I can't can't let you get away with anything. Go for the average. I would say 4,800. Ah, oh, that's dreadful. 5,500. And the highest attendance was against Brentford. 8-3-3-5. And it was beaten by the Peterborough game of 8-5-4-5 in the playoff, but it was league games only, so... You scored nothing in that section. You're struggling, okay? <laughs> Jamie's smiling in here, mate. Okay, who was our biggest win against that season? There's a there's a couple to choose from. Well, you've got four games to choose from. We had a good few wins that season, didn't we? I'll take um, take any one of them. Crew, crew. No, it weren't against crew. Okay, we beat Carlisle, Notts County and Gillingham 5-1 and a cut of 4 nils v Tranmere and Carlisle. Okay then. Carlisle, first game of the season. Mm, smashed them twice, didn't we? Okay, who was the top scorer this season? League goals only and a bonus point for how many he got. Mooney. Yes. No, he got 19 goals. One short with a magic 20. Okay. Which goalkeeper, in a season of many, made the most appearances this season? That would have to be Jamie Jones. Yep. And finally, name any of our League Cup opponents that season. Well, we finish at eight, but, you know, <laughs> preferably the next 30 seconds, because silence on the radio. Well, there's 92 teams in the league. Have a, have a go. Three, no, we played Coventry City and Hull City, so... Just about to count him down there. One, two, three, four. Five. Julian, you've scored six, and what we're doing is we're adding them to last... Weeks, well, with your thing, so you are in the in the lead because you're the only one who's gone. It's 17, so not too bad, but um, not bad. Not bad. After last year, you're getting the best set of questions. You've been found out this year, anyway. <laughs> All right, right. I ran Dandy back. Thanks, Julian, and we'll um, we'll catch up with you later and um, let you know, obviously, whether you've won or not. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Right, that's just Julian out the way. And sorry about that. We um we we have a, a, a slight problem, but we are overcoming it slowly, um, and hopefully all back to normal next time round. But uh, there we go. We're um 
Where were we? Oh yes, Mark Devlin, they did a, a Q&A, didn't he? And uh, Barry and uh, Trev, you both uh, listened in to that and um, quite quite interesting and quite open. No, we don't, we only need the one mic. Sorry, I remember the, the Jamie's getting a bit mic happy here, waving mics around. Studio manager, <laughs> yeah. Andy. Um, yeah, I mean, um, Devlin gave a quite an open uh, I so, interview, yeah. didn't he? I think he answered um, most questions that were put to him. And if he didn't know the answer, he said he didn't know the answer, which is what you want to hear. You don't want no politicians speak, do you? So, um, yeah, and I think there was quite, a, uh, quite a, uh, some interesting stuff going on there uh, to do with the infrastructure there with um, floodlights. New PA system. Hooray! Did you say a new PA? System. Oh, oh, I thought he was getting a new PA. I yeah, thought, I know you put that. I, I know you throw that joke in. Uh, I thought it wasn't it'd, funny. Be joining me on the scrappy. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> and some, yeah, some, some, um, uh, some uh, schemes to, to to get the locals involved and um, schemes to to fill the ground um, and you know and to make it a, a buzzing place for next season because yeah. you know it's a results business as we know. So you know we lost the, we lose the three, first three or four games of the trot. Let's hope that don't happen, but. Things obviously take a worse turn, but at the moment, morale, I think, is really good. I think you'd agree. Yeah. With the manager coming in and doing well at the end of the season, with us signing, re-signing, you know, Ruel, uh, Lawrence, um, um, and signing um, Theo, etc. And I think um, with today's edition, I'm quite looking forward to the season, chaps. I mean, I, I think, Trev, that if, if you're really honest, I mean, Martin Ling's taken a fair bit of flack from a section of the supporters but he seems to have done a, a pretty decent job of retaining the players you wanted to retain and, and suddenly bringing in some names well Martin aside we, we, we sort of we don't slag him off in, in this programme a lot of us because we see the bigger picture yeah he, he could literally get the cards out of his top pocket and throw them on the table and say duh, 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 and then say yeah, okay you know like be he is sort of the I think it's a social media boo-boy. I think we get that straight. But get back on to Devlin, because he fronted up on every question, like Barry said, he asked for. And he, and he, he actually spoke in layman terms. If you haven't seen it, it's 35 minutes long, and it, it's worth a listen. He, he goes on about the ground, very cagey on that one, of course. But um, he explains the season card businesses. Virtually every question you would see aimed at when Danny Macklin was on Twitter... It was that, because he, he said at the start of the interview, he's mm. not going to be going on social media, because he'd done it at Brentford, and he said, I was there at midnight saying, I've got Billy from Brentford saying, how many we taking a Bolton on Saturday? He said, for crying out loud, you, you can't do that. And, and mm. we see all them type of questions all the time on Twitter, if you scroll yeah. through it. So he's going to do question and answers. He, he wants the ball to try and report back monthly what's going on. And he was, he was talking about the naming rights for the, the stadium. I mean... We could call it Brisbane Road for as long as we like at the moment. So, mm. for all I care, we don't get the naming rights. But no, and like what Barry hit on the floodlights, everything was positive. But he also he just spoke as I felt he spoke like a bit of a fan as well. He's lots mm. of wheeze and that, and you know what I mean. Like, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. This is aimed at this. Very. I know he's there to sell things, but he's very positive. And I, yeah, I thought I thought it come across very very good. If you've got thirty five minutes of your time. Take time to watch it. Yeah, I, th I thought, he, he, you know, he's a, he seems a pretty honest and open sort of guy. And it's a refreshing uh, thing to have, have that uh, there. And uh, he looks a very competent fella to do, the CEO. And, and I think we're all, we're all we're, where the social media is concerned, Trevor, I think we're all, I'm, I've been guilty as well. I think it's very disrespectful of us as, as supporters, as uh, as well as anything else, that we forget people have got a, a private life and you're, you're there 
texting them a message and I've done it up with Luke and things like that over the show and you suddenly realise it's you know, sort of 8 o'clock on a Saturday you think, or Sunday and you think I shouldn't have done that this is a, a private time you know and I think we're all a little bit guilty supporters everybody we've got to re respect people that, you know once the, once the match is finished and it's once it gets past about 5 or 6 at night you know that's their time and we really shouldn't be you know, texting people or twittering people and expecting a reply. I, I think the rule is, and if you wouldn't stand there and say it to their face, you shouldn't say it at all. Um, but I mean, <laughs> maybe there's a few people who would say it to their face. But you know, you, people to hide behind the anonymity or the, the, the you know, the, the social media aspects. And you know, yeah, I don't think you should should be as blunt or disrespectful as some people are. Um, mm. You know, we're all like you said, we're all people. We've got our own private lives, and yeah, I think people should maybe think before you you do it. Really. Yeah. Oh, lesson there for all of us. Just everything in life, really. <laughs> You're not wrong there, son. <laughs> it cost a few people a few thousand quid in the past and a few houses. <laughs> but never mind. Are we back to football? Are we back to football? I was just going to ask uh, Trevor, because uh, he watched the, the meeting yesterday, you know, what was the actual rationale of getting uh, Tottenham? Was it like a, a, a proper attempt to get Spurs to pay for the upgrade of the pitch and the and floodlights by having their ladies team here? Do you think that was a business decision? or just Well, it's definitely a business decision. He didn't really elaborate too much on it. He was asked a question about that, and, and he, he actually said that he couldn't believe how many corporate games were still being played on mm. Brisbane Road up until the 31st of May, and he, he was praising the grand staff of where the pitch is now compared to what time they've had to work on it. And he goes, obviously, get that in. You've got the 3G, then... Yeah. We, you, you, I mean, they'd be playing it at two in the morning if they could sell it out, couldn't they? You know, but oh, yeah. You, you know, but yeah, it's, it is a business decision, and, and he, he, he says, that, I mean, we've seen some games on this surface. You wouldn't know the difference now, I don't think. Mm. Not like the old days of plastic at Luton and QPR yeah. and that exactly. when it went ten feet over your head. But yeah. I think it's also the sort of surface that Bournemouth would have got, and I think they've got the same sort of arrangement with Arsenal. They got them to do a lot of upgrades to their stadium. So yeah, you can are you see talking about the hybrid pitch? Yeah, 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 that's what they call hybrid. Yeah, I think he did say. I hope I'm not. I'm, I'm correct here that the Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham women to play at our stadium is helped with the funding of the hybrid pitch. Mm, yeah. So I think that was yeah. that was the decision that was and, made. And I mean, that's going to be helpful because I think I think the women's team at um, at Spurs averaged fifteen hundred two thousand a, a match. So it's it's going to be worth opening the stand. And uh, you know, you're talking about a, a reasonable crowd, and we've had less than that for league matches, Jamie, in the yeah, past when yeah. we've been doing badly. <laughs> Back in um, the day. So yeah. you're talking a couple of thousand turning up and maybe, obviously, a few more because, I, I mean, I saw a few complaints from Spurs fans about not being able to get the Barnet or something. I mean, it's got to be blooming easier to get to Leighton Tube Station than Barnet, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so if anything, the crowds might increase for the, the Spurs women's team. And of course, uh, the off-sales go to um, Orient, so it's all it's, it's all good. I, think. Yeah. It's, I mean, I mean uh, business-wise, there's been some, some really splendid stuff uh, taking place um, in the close season. But we're going to have to move on a little bit. We'll come back to uh, the, the present day in a moment because, um, Trevor, um, you're going to be uh, giving the questions to Mr Stripe to our right now. Okay. So... Um, Okay, Do you know what? I really wish I had Julian's questions because I'd swatted all them. And no problems okay. with the telephone line on this one. Can I, can I do the boxing referee thing here? Can I get them in the middle? <laughs> you want a clean fight? Them, I want to kick the punches up. up clean, clean, clean fight. Keep fight. Let's keep, get it on. Keep your hands up and no, no holding. OK, right. Jamie. Number between one and seven. Three's gone. Uh, number four, please. Number four. Oh, where's number four gone? Oh, OK. You have got 2017-18. Yeah. 
Here we go then. Okay. <laughs> Jamie's got a little smile on his face there. What was Jamie on beforehand, by the way? Oh, sorry. Um, Jamie was on nine and a half, so he's got to score big. What's, what's Julian managed to 17 get? is the target. So he, he's got nine and a half. So he's so got, he got to get seven, what, seven and a half? Seven and a half to pull or eight to get in front. Wow. wow. Bonus points are available. This is, this is the difference this year. Okay. Okay, in 1718, Jamie, what position did we finish in? And a bonus point to name the title winners. Uh, I think we finished 13th, and the title winners are Macclesfield. That's a great start. Awesome. Whoa. I'm impressed with that. Impressed. I am as well. I am impressed with that. Okay, can you name out managers this season? There's three to be named. Oh, uh, Davis, yep. Ross Embleton, and Justin Edinburgh. Yep. Worked hard for a point now. <laughs> okay, Jamie, what colour was the away kit, second or third, and what was our sponsors? Oh, crikey. I only want the second kit for this uh, one. Uh, okay, one? Uh, away kit. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I think I think it was blue. Okay. Uh, sponsors. Uh, I just... Oh, I don't know. Um... um um, we have to hurry, something, mate. Something bet, I don't know. We'll have a guess. Got three uh, seconds. Uh, uh, I don't know. No, pass, pass. It was energy bet. Hit the post. Okay. How many games did we play in the FA Cup? And can you name our opponent? We played it, one and it was Gillingham. No. It was two. Yeah. In the fourth qualifying round, we played Dagenham after a replay. Oh, okay. He jumped in because I was going to say qualifying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who did win, went on to win the FA Cup this year in 17 18? 18, it was. Arsenal. Chelsea beat Manchester United. Here we come on to the. Average. What was the average league attendance at Brisbane Road? Rounded up or down to nearest hundred? Uh, and who was the highest attendance against? And that's what you get a bonus point right. for. I think, the high, I think our average is about 5,004. No, you're a bit too high. It was 4-3. Ooh, yeah. Okay, and then the highest attendance, Barnet. It was Aldershot Town. 5-7-2-8 turned up at Brisbane Road. Crikey. Yeah. Okay. Who was our biggest win against in 1718? There's four to choose from. Score about four-one. Four-one is the correct score. Barrow. Yes, brilliant. Not many people have got that question right, you know. Who was the top scorer this season? And a bonus point for how many you got? Uh, Macaulay Bond. Yeah, I think he got 22. Bang on. And. Name the goalkeeper who made the most appearances this season. Dean Brill. Yeah. And can you... Ah, right. Concentrate, question master. Can you name two of our FA Trophy opponents this season? You get half yeah. a point for each. Haringey Borough and Bognor Regis Town. And the other two, because I know you know. Oh, uh, crikey. Uh, Gateshead. Yeah. And Dover Athletic. Yes, brilliant, Jamie. So let's see... 
What you got? I think God you may dear, just. I think you, you, I think you may just have enough. How do you remember this? Four, stuff? five, and six. You were a bit. Yeah. Because Bogner Regis Town was the coldest I've ever been. I think at a football well, match. Yeah, it absolutely frozen solid. It wasn't back. the uh, alleged yeah. final words of the king when they said, "Never mind, Majesty, you'll be going to Bogner soon." Yeah. He said, "Sod Bogner yeah, and sorry. die." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On words to that effect. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's true. It's supposed to be true anyway, yeah, okay, unless yeah. it's an old wives' tale. But uh, yeah. you never know. But that was a, that was a funny old season. There, our, fir- our first season in non-league for over hundred years. It was like wasn't that funny? Funny and like it was like yeah. a term of speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I enjoyed right. the trophy though. Full stop. Yeah, I did. Yeah, if I we did. could go back to the trophy now, <laughs> yeah. I would have heartbeat. I remember laughing so much when we lost six one to Sutton. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, probably. Can I just say? Yeah, because um, Jamie's in the studio, and obviously, uh, just just so that people don't think any cheating's going on, we've, we we are um, live on Mixcloud as well, so you can actually watch the proceedings. And yeah. we've got the camera rigged up, so you can see the three amigos opposite me, and uh, you can see that uh, Jamie in no way knew what was going to happen. Um, thank you. That's a ten pound note he gave me. Thank you. <laughs> yes. some, thank you. Um, right, Trev, uh, re- re- reveal all. Well. Hope Julian's still on the line or listening somewhere because he's now in second place. James <laughs> scored eight and a half to go in the lead with 18. Tremendous. Oh, he's dropped a rung down his ladder. There you go. <laughs> there we go, Joe. There we go. One step back down, Julian, but thanks for taking part this year and you're, um, you've surrendered your title. We don't know who to yet, but you've surrendered your title. And uh, I will say the prize is here today. You've got a framed photograph of um, what we've got, Macaulay Bond. Is that uh, Kevin... Um, Lisby, Lisby, and uh, uh, Scott McLeish, and uh, we've got, uh, say, a mint condition Arsenal Orient program and the Centenary FA Cup program as well, in very good condition from 1972. And Orient get a mention in there because obviously Arsenal beat them on the way uh, to the yeah. final, unfortunately. But there you go. Oh, that was um, Trevor crushing a, a just <laughs> feet of strength. There it was a, a water bottle. <laughs> but, um, there you go. Right, and the next contestant up will be John. He'll be ringing in shortly. But um, as we go back to uh, where we were, as I say. Um, we are hearing we may have signed or about to sign Giorgio as well. Um, do we know anything about this or um, Anthony no, Giorgio? But, um, no, 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 no. No, it's one of those Twitter it's things. One of these uh, um, rumours flying around, is it? But uh, yeah, we have to wait and see. But uh, as I say, the the Moncur one was flying around for quite a long while, and then rumours that Charlton were involved and things like that. And uh, I mean, I don't know whether that was true or not. But uh, if Charlton were involved. That's a really big major um, tick for Orient because they must have sold themselves to the player involved. Um, Maybe the three-year contract helped. To get a three-year contract in football nowadays, I know contracts are not in the the top flight. You you might as well put it on not burning paper because it don't mean nothing. But he's got three years of wages at a decent, sound football club. I mean, I'm not saying Charlton are not sound, but, you, you know, Orient are on a sound footing at the moment and you're guaranteed yeah. your money week in, week out yeah. without sort of any worrying. You think the Scunthorpes and Oldham's last year, they virtually relegated themselves before the season started because there was no money. Who's going to go there? I oh, ain't been paid for three months. Yeah. Mm. It is also a sign that, you know, Orient's six-year plan to get back into League One from the Travis and T takeover seems to be really kind of gathering the pace now. They actually seem quite serious about getting up this season. Yeah, I mean, I think we... <laughs> It, it was a wasted season last season, and I think that's put a bit of added pressure on for this one. I mean, I know they've got a plan, but it really has piled 
a lot of pressure that wouldn't have been there otherwise um, on Richie Wellens and the team. And I mean, it's 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 not an easy division to get out of, and I think it's probably got harder yeah. um, than 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 last year. I think we missed the. Missed a chance really last mm-hmm. year because it was, um, I'd say, the inexplicable happened. We all know what happened, and yeah. um, you know, for one reason or another, it was a it was a car crash of a, a season in the end. But what you have to remember, though, that the 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 chairman and the owner are inexperienced at running a football club. Still, you know, so they will make mistakes, and if, as long as you learn by your mistakes and then you you gather pace, I agree. We probably missed a bit of a chance last year because you see the money stopwater flying around. And there's no scumforts or Oldham in this division. So that relegation battle this year is going to be fierce. Mm. Somebody will go down at this division next, this next season with 48, 49, maybe 50 points. Yeah. It's mm. going to be that competitive. Mm. So um, I agree we did miss half a chance. But look, I think to a man we would agree, Jack, it was the man at the time it went wrong. Yeah, so yeah. what, move oh, on. But yeah, like Jamie said, the plan, they are pretty serious now, aren't they? Because they've invested Hector's money straight away. In, a, in an upgrade, he's a ready-made League Two central midfielder by all accounts. Like I said, I don't know nothing of him, but you're paying 300k for somebody. You've got to be serious. Yeah, I mean, the board have got experience in sporting industry anyway. Um, I think the difference is, Trevor, is that with the exception of Nigel, um, they haven't got that history to the club and they haven't got that, that emotional attachment Nigel has got so that in other words they're there to make a, a, a business and a sensible if you like decision and not the heart on a string sort of uh, thing that you know all the best businessmen in the world suddenly become ridiculously stupid sometimes when it comes mm. to their football club and uh, if they'd run their businesses the same as they run their football club they wouldn't have been successful businessmen well we, know, haven't, we haven't um, heard much from Nigel for a while now so have we so he has sort of thought yeah, I think he's taken it on board and, and you know, you know uh, I say these other people now just Purely, you know, successful businessmen, and I think that the Orient are being guided well at the moment. I, I, I do think um, the club's in good hands at the moment. Yeah, Nigel took a bit of flack, didn't he, that, that around the time of the um, the tran- you know, transfer window when it looked, looked like it was game pear shaped, and he came on and made maybe one or two statements too often, when really it should have been Kelly and Martin Ling fronting that up and not leaving him to it. Mm. So, you know, you, you might have quietened down a little bit, but you know go about your business quietly, get it done and then move forward. Well, I think with the football questions, it's a bit like, you know, I mean, with all due respect to us, we're, we're talking as as fans, when we get people like Terry, etc. In, in in the studio, they speak from experience. And, and when you're asking non-manager, non-coaches the football questions, you've yeah. not really got, they're not going to give you the, the, the in-depth and the knowledge that these guys are. I mean, we say when we get Richie and people like that talking, we're all ears because we're learning. Yeah, well, I think you're right-handed. Nigel speaks as a fan, doesn't he? And that's you know, and I do it on this show. You you might sometimes say what you what you want to happen, if you know what I mean, rather than you know what that does actually happen. Yeah. And um, and I can't blame you for that because he's a fan through and through. He's Indeed. No, I'm going to pass the um, phone over to um, Jamie here because I think um, in a second or two we'll have John on the uh, John on the line, and um, hopefully hopefully um, John can hear Trevor. Good evening, John. Can just about hear you. Okay, we're just going to move this mic a little bit closer. Uh, I'll raise my voice a little bit, so I'm not shouting at you, John, but how are you? <laughs> I believe you, I believe you. Yeah, no, I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, I'm fine, not too bad. Are uh, you feeling confident? Uh, well, after Jamie's performance, I'm just hoping that I don't get a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, so well, I, I, I can assure you that uh, Mark may be listening in tonight because he messaged me from um, uh, his Greek island holiday saying how well you've done on, on the Orient now and that you were friends and... Uh, he was telling me a story about you when you were... Oh, Mark Dollymore. Yeah, when you were at school together and you say yeah, like... Yeah, me and Mark go back donkey's years, yeah. We've yeah. known each other since we were like, I don't know, about five or six. Yeah, he said, you stand up, you, 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 you were the same height at ten years old as you are now. <laughs> and you were the school goalkeeper. He's the goal... been giving all my secrets away. <laughs> yeah, he was singing like a bird, mate, singing like a bird. But it was nice. It was, yeah, he sent me a nice message when... Uh, oh, that was uh, nice of him. Yeah, he did cause... Say, yeah he, did let me, he did say that he knew you quite well and you're quite close friends. So yeah, that, yeah, that, was, that was a nice thing to, yeah. to hear from him. And hopefully we can all meet up at some point during the season. We most certainly will. So no further ado, you've got to give me a number between one and seven. Three and four have gone. Seven. Okay. Oh, you've got a toughie. Oh. Sorry. You've got 2007 8. Oh, no. Can we swap? <laughs> no, they're all, they're all post 2006. Um, so they're always um, not giving people choice of decades, but yeah, this one, yeah, half a chance. Anyway, no further ado, John. Yep. What position did we finish in 2007-8 and who went on to win the title? Oh, blimey. These are just, it's just going to be a complete guess, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say that we finished 15th. Oh, you hit the post there. We finished 14th. Who won the title? Oh, oh and who won the title? Um, I don't know, Blackpool? No, Swansea City. Oh, blimey, yeah. they whacked us at home, didn't they, that season? Mm, yeah, they did. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah, we lost 5-0 at home to them. Like, that's yeah, right, that's mind. correct. Yeah. Never mind. OK, who was the manager that season? 7-8. Martin Link. Yes, correct. Bagel avoided. <laughs> OK, what... I'm an happy man already. Good, good on you. What colour... <laughs> was the away kit that season and who were the sponsors? Blimey. The away kit. Um, I've got no idea. To be, I'm going to say blue. Yep, you got that part. Okay. And the sponsors? Yep. I'm going to have to guess because I don't, I don't know. I really don't well, know. Give so us a guess. I'm going to say party bet. Oh, party poker. Unlucky, unlucky, oh. unlucky. Well, if you don't know, just guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. How many games did we play in the FA Cup this season? And can you name our first round opponents? I'm going to guess that we played two games. Yes, you've got that part. As to who we played... Um, Five seconds, John. Again, it's a complete guess. I'm going to say Plymouth Argyle. Regional area, Bristol Rovers. Okay, not the way. Okay, who went on to win the FA Cup that season? 
2007-2008. Yeah, so 2008, what was the final? Uh, blimey, that's going back a bit. I'm going to say Chelsea. No, Portsmouth beat Cardiff 1-0. And oh, Andy, Andy Gilson's punching the air because he's got it. There's one of the few I know. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's go to uh, the what was the average league attendance at Brisbane Road, rounded up or down to the nearest 100, and... A bonus point for naming the team we had the highest attendance against. A little clue, it was a real big team we had the highest attendance against. I missed that last bit. Uh, I said a little clue that the uh, the team with the highest attendance against is a real big team, proper big team. So give me the uh, the average first, John. Right, I'm going to say 4,700. Five, 500 out, it was 5-2 that season. Right. Quite well supported, to be honest. And who was the highest attendance against? Big club. Yeah. Leeds. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I think that's the biggest team we've played in the, the last 30 years, to be honest, in, in the league, isn't it? Every game we played against them. Was that game on a Saturday or was it a midweek game, do you know? Oh. Only, and the only reason I'm asking is because we set off, we set off for a Saturday home game against Leeds from Peterborough. And the M11 was shut and we got stuck. Oh. I got to my mum and dad's in Scarborough Road at 10 to 5. Oh, dear me. So I could have gone to the ground. So it could have been 7,603. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, John. Yeah, that, might, that might have been the one then. Yeah. Okay, who was our biggest win against that season? There's only one to choose from. This is a tough question. Oh. You're keeping the tradition up, we're getting the stinker questions. The team, not the score. Both. Get half of uh, it. I'm going to say Bristol Rovers. No, we beat Tramir 3 0. Okay. Which yeah, would have been to my yeah, great delight. Okay. Top scorer this season. League goals only. Who was it? And a bonus point if you get the correct amount. 2007 2008. Five seconds, John. Scored quite a little bit ahead of his time there, but I'm going to say Scott McLeish. No, it was Adam Boyd. Adam Boyd. Yeah, he got 14. Yeah, he was a good player for us. Yeah, he weren't bad, was he? Okay, who was the goalkeeper most most appearances this season? Glyn Garner? No, it was Stuart Nelson. He made 30. And finally, John, name any of our League Cup opponents this season. We played two games in the League Cup, two to choose from. If you don't know, just have a good old guess. going to go again complete guess because I don't remember who he played I would suggest they were in the higher division to us at the time right okay that's clue. not much of a clue West Brom no it was QBR and Cardiff okay yeah they oh, were yeah. tough they were tough right you're yeah. chopping it up are you yeah, yeah John has managed Do to I get three Right, three. Uh, so, what's his whole overall total? Twelve and a half. Twelve which and a half. Is, John, is very respectable, yeah, I'm John. Happy with that. I'm happy with that. Well, thanks very much for taking part, John. Brilliant, no, mate. No, Look no, forward no, to seeing no, you. It's been really good. Thanks a lot, mate. We'll see you soon. Take care. Yeah, all right. Thanks ever so much. Cheers Bye. now. Bye.
Right, that's uh, that's uh, John, and uh, well, he, he did well to get to the final, and. Um, as I say, uh, it's never easy. And he drew the short straw. Well, <laughs> last year he got an absolute stinker in in, in the in the final as well, I think. And, yeah, uh, and he done it again. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> I'd have put Britney Spears back on. <laughs> so I did no, it again. He's, he's a good. Fan. Well, like you say, he just goes far and wide. He, my pal was listening to Greek Islands, so you like to know where they're all listening, Andy, to the Orient now, don't you? So. Oh, you do. I mean, we, we I actually get the stats through to, 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 for the recording. Obviously, I don't know with the live show or where they are in the world for obvious reasons because they could be listening online and listening to NFM or Mixcloud or wherever or any of the other um, tune-ins and play, things like that. Um, so we never know exactly what the figure is at live, but we do obviously get the stats for the recordings and, and it's, uh, it's, it's numerous countries, about 40, 50 countries, something like that. It's, it's quite, quite widespread. And um, it's, it's nice to know that there's that many... Obviously, some people are on holiday, but, I mean, it's nice to know that you, you, you get country come up and you think, where the hell is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it could have fiddled with the VPN, I suppose, but, um, you know, but uh, overall, you get the stats. And you, you, it's, it's a, also, you get the age groups and you get the, the you know, agendas, etc. come through. All the, all the stats come through on these things to tell you who's listening in, which is quite interesting. And um, going back to the um, stadium, Bal, um, you know, you're saying that the floodlights are being up, upgraded as yep. well. And uh, so that should bring us into championship um, quality floodlights. Yeah, that's what they're saying. I was, I was actually there yesterday because me and Daniel left it a bit late to go and renew the his season cards. And uh, yeah, see the work going on there. Uh, and it looked, yeah, it looks quite a hive of activity actually there at the moment. A lot of people <laughs> get their season card renewed at the last minute. Yeah. Well, not my son. But um, yeah, met Lottie as well because obviously you know you can't go there without meeting Lottie as well. So she, yeah. was, uh, she was there. Well, so you've got a tent outside or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, well like we, par we parked <laughs> we parked down there, and she was out there complaining about the bin men, which is fair oh, enough. Which is, oh, a, fair and enough, I know yeah. she's of German origin, but that is a good British pastime. So she's obviously on board with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and met some um, met Bruce and Colin outside as well. So oh, how nice for you! It's like they'd never left. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually was in. Uh, Belgium last week and um, I had the pleasure of Bruce and Colin Did you? <laughs> being at the they're wedding. They're yeah. omnipotent, aren't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, um, yeah. <laughs> I won't say anything on there. No, they're good lads. I like, I like um, them. Yeah, they're good boys. Good both of them make a bit, a, bit, a bit of character, as I say. Um, but uh, as I say, there's lots of this hybrid pitch is on the cards now for next season and uh, that's going to bring an income into the club which will allow us to you know, we speculate with players and wages, etc. So all the infrastructure is being put in place now, and, well, and I think yeah. that, you know the future is looking very, very bright, Jamie. I mean, it's it, it's a it's a structure, isn't it? If, if it's a process that they're following step by step by, there's no rush decisions here. These are planned stages that are laid out, and when that's complete, we're moving on to that part, we're yeah. moving on to that part. Yeah. And it's very, very structured and very, very uh, well prepared, I think. Well, that's right. I mean, we had uh, Mark Devlin on the show a few months ago when he first took over as CEO. And if you listen to that uh, interview we did with him, we asked the question, you know, Nigel says, well, are we a, a League One ready club? And he gave us a straight answer. He said, in 90% of aspects, yeah, we're there, ready to go. Needs a few tweaks. And as you can see, you know the infrastructure is coming along, and I think we, you know, we're in a good place really. All we just need is a bit of success from the pitch. You know, get the team right. You know, there's no no reason why we can't 
take that step into League One and then whoop, <laughs> take that step into well, League One. Well, and there's an opinion. That's an yeah. opinion from yeah. Oscar. The, and then uh, the challenge, challenge for. Uh, he's been a good boy for two hours. He's just barked. He's listened to air. you for a long time, Andy, and that's, yeah. that's not easy to do about barking, to be fair. Yeah, uh, we weren't going to me and dogs on the radio. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, so uh, I mean, as we were saying, the, the, the structure's there. Um, for the club to, to move on and this digital signage that that really Trevor I mean because I think with the petrol crisis and energy crisis and all the other problems we've got at the moment I mean we're, the country's in a bit of a state I think we can all agree on that and um, they've got to try and find avenues and stream you know money coming in and the streaming if they can get and I think you know, the pressure will be on the authorities to change the streaming views, uh, the, the streaming law, mm-hmm. because, you know, as I say, people are now beginning to tighten their belt and that's going to affect all football clubs and all sporting venues um, and all venues. So streaming for not just football, for lots of events could be the way forward. And um, I, the argument that it will stop people going to another game, I, I, I'm not being funny. If you support the Arsenal, you're not going to, Stream Orient versus Scarborough or wherever, or Scottport or whatever, you know. Um, so you're going to watch your team. Yeah. So I think the streaming could prove to be, um, especially with the digital advertising, etc., a massive, massive stream coming forward over the next two or three seasons. Yeah. He, he actually installed the digital ones, he said, at Griffin Park. And he goes, that was quite openly said it was an antiquated stadium. So... Uh, and he said it produced, and he said that is part of it because you can have, you're not, you've not got Overton papers there anymore. You've got everything flashing up mm. each time. They are a bit irritating when we, we went to Forest Green, I must admit. But mm. um, I guess if the, the O's are attacking, I could not look at it. But no. it was, it's, it's something that I think that you'll probably find at every football stadium before you know it. And if we get left behind, then other people are taking your uh, revenue for whatever advertisement you yeah. want to put up there. Yeah. The other yeah. thing about streaming, if you um, follow Andy Holt of Accrington Stanley, he's, he's a chairman there, if you follow his Twitter feed, so one, one of the problems with not accepting streaming throughout Leagues 1 and 2 is that if you're a home club, even you're hosting uh, the away club, if they've got a big fan base, you, you don't get as much revenue from that game as they do. So I think there's a, a problem to be solved with uh, the split when it comes to revenue, but... You're right. I think with the cost of living getting even, you know, ever ever tougher to to bear, people are going to travel less, and they might have a little bit less to spend of actually going to the game. So, you know, ten pound alternative might just keep clubs going. So, yeah, yeah. I think once they've sorted that out, I think you know, I think streaming's going to be here to stay. Yeah, it's definitely going to be here to stay. I think, Jamie. I mean, I don't think they're going to go backwards from it. No. It's just whether or not they lift this rather, um, you know. It's just a, a silly rule, really, because yeah. I think some people are going to go because they like the atmosphere, they like yeah. the, the fact that they're there. And, of course, you get the proper view of a match. I mean, when you're watching it on the television, you only see what the camera sees. So you don't see the runs off the ball. You don't see the, the, the whole picture like you do when you're there live. But it's, it's, it's a thing now, I think, with the current climate and the economy as it is, I, I honestly believe that they've got to make a quick decision on it. I mean, really, they should be lifting it, I mean, for all clubs. I, I mean, think they will. I think they will. Once they <coughs> get the, the, the actual split of the money right, I think it will come in. There's, there's no two ways about it. And also, you've got to remember, this thing was bought in in the 60s. You know, we're like 60 mm. years on from that. You know? mm. So, And that was bought in by, I think, Alan Hardacre, who was like a bit, bit of a hardcore 
chairman in the Football League and he ruled the roost for years and years. So you know what, it's, it has to be looked at. Well, all, all things change. I mean, I, I'll never forget a discussion we had years back now when the when the football was, you know, they gave pennies really to watch like to show football. I mean, match a day on RTV's um, big match, etc. and the, the occasional live matches, but it was pennies. Yeah. And then BBC paid, I think, if I remember rightly, something like £18 million to show E.T. The, on Christmas Day, the film. And it sort of, that was that argument a lot the, 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 the football clubs actually put forward. They said, hang on a minute, if you can pay for one film £18 million and you want to show a whole year's worth of football for, I think at the time it was something like £1.6 million or something, um, they said no. Uh, that, it's not going to happen. And they, that's where it started to change, I think, from that moment onwards when they realised that one movie for two hours was getting more yeah. than the whole season, several times over, than the whole season of football on the television. And I think that's where it all, yeah. all began to change. And now, of course, it's, it's, it's big bucks. But um, Orient are, uh, are doing a good job with the streaming now, hopefully... Um, we've got Ian Richardson um, on the line in a moment or two. Just hold on, uh, Ian, as uh, Jamie um, takes hold of the uh, the mobile, as it were, as we have to uh, rig this up. And um, good evening, Ian. Hello, you... Ian. Can you hear us? Hello, yeah, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're coming through loud and clear. Any cricket tonight? Yeah, yes, just uh, literally just pulled up in the car. Uh, in, in South End tonight. Horrible, but, but uh, <laughs> did uh, you win? <laughs> we, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that, that makes it a bit sweeter, doesn't it? So, okay, we're gonna go straight into this because of this setup we got here of mobile phone speakers and that, and it's it's all a bit difficult. Okay, so you've got a choice, Ian, of one, two, five, or six, and uh, right. you can... okay, let's go. Let, uh, well, let's go. Uh, one, number one. Okay, let's see how we go on with this one. You've actually chosen 2008-9. So, it's the, you were good in the 80s, now uh, you're going to be in the... Yeah, I've got no, I've got no chance. <laughs> you never know, you never know. Okay, so what position... Right. Did we finish in 2008-9? And a bonus point to name who won the title that season. There's two seasons in a row that we finished 14th. So hopefully it's one of them, 14th. Wow, that is great knowledge. And who won the title that year? The season, yeah. Okay, go on, yeah. And who won the title, Ian? Have we lost you? No. Well, I'm still here. Okay, uh, mate. I've no, I've no idea. Probably someone like Bristol City. No, it was Leicester City. They were, they were, right, okay. they were the big visitors to League One from uh, falling yeah. from grace. They didn't do too bad in the last few years, though, did they? So, okay. Who was the manager or managers? I want three for 2008-9. Yeah, that's one. Um, one would have been a caretaker, I think. Yeah. 
don't think I'll know. I, I remember him, uh, if he come in at the end, no, he didn't come at the end. He, uh, because Russell stayed. Well, he did come in at the end. Um, so, the, so Martin Ling, was he one of them? Yep, one more to go. So someone in, in, in between the two. Um, I'm not sure of Nugent. Nugent, you've done it. You got there in the end. <laughs> That's a well-earned uh, point, that is. Yeah, Ling, Nugent, Williams. And then I'm it was... Just, yeah, I'm just starting to get the season now. And yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, it's difficult, isn't it? Everybody's screaming you at home, yeah. but it's easy when yeah, you're sitting in a pub or something as well. Yeah. Okay. What colour was the away kit that season? And can you name the sponsor as well? Okay, so it's one of the parties, the sponsor. So, party bet. Yep, you've got half a point for that. Now a colour. Um, oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, black? No, it was blue. Blue, okay, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay. How many games did we play in the FA Cup in that season? Um, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. So, say one. We played two. Okay. Who went on to win the FA Cup that year? 2008-9. Yeah. So, 2009, um, who were the winners? Chelsea. Yep, they beat Everton 2 1. Bloody hell. That was a complete guess. <laughs> I think Everton took the lead quite early and Chelsea pulled two back. If I remember rightly, I was watching it in Spain. Okay, what was the average league attendance of Brisbane Road? Rounded up and down to the nearest hundred. And uh, a bonus point available if you can tell who the highest attendance was against. So the highest attendance was Leicester. No, it wasn't. That season. It wasn't. It wasn't that? No. Oh, okay. All right, so 4-7. Yeah, you've got that spot on. It was against Millwall. What? Millwall was okay. the highest attendance, 6951. Okay. okay. We go on now to who our biggest win was against this season. There's about three to choose from. Who was rubbish that year? Orient. <laughs> um, let's say... Um, oh, I, can't, I can't think. If, if Rochdale was in that league, we probably was against them. No, it wasn't Rochdale. We had a massive 2-0 win against Walsall and Crewe and a 3-1 VV Carlisle, a season of very low scores for the O's which may help you yeah. in the next question. Who was a top scorer this yeah. season? League goals only and a bonus point for the correct amount. 
trying to think who else. Five seconds. Five seconds, Ian. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Scott McGleeson, but I don't think it is. Yeah. And can I just, if it's not him, can I still guess how many they got? <laughs> well, you can. It was Adam Boyd. It was Adam Boyd. Oh, right, okay. We probably got about eight. No, we got nine. Don't listen to Gilson ever. <laughs> okay. Name the goalkeeper who made the most appearances this season. So, which goalie made the most appearances in 2008-9 for the O's? Jamie Jones, it's been before Jamie Jones. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kick myself, but I, I, I'll say Jamie Jones, but I don't think he was playing then. No, it was Glenn Morris. He played 20, Morris, 26 yeah. times for the O's. Yeah. OK, name yeah. our only League Cup opponent this season in 2008-9. No, it was Ipswich Town. Yeah. So that okay. concludes... Preston Burn, guys. Yeah. Preston Burn. Right. Or uh, one, two, three, four. You've managed five. So you <clears throat> have got What's five. What's the total for You've now got 16. OK. Well, 16 it is. And um, that puts Ian in what place? Third? Yes, it does, because we can now announce... Hang on, uh, well, thanks, Ian. I'm going to switch you off, mate, but thanks for joining us. That's him gone. Right, OK. Well, that's we it. Don't, we don't need him anymore. No. <laughs> he served he, his purpose. He's, <laughs> well, we, we now have a new champion after a magnificent effort yeah. for the National League season. Well done. 17-18, scoring eight and a half. Well done, Adding Jamie. Adding to his nine and a half, he's... Uh, He's got back to Julian with 18. So he ended <laughs> so up, Julian comes second with 17, Ian with 16, and John with 12 and a half. Well and, done. Uh, and I'll tell you what, you've won these prizes here. Well done, Jamie. Thank you very much. And thank you very much, Trevor, for all your work. I mean, it's, yeah, here, it's, here. it's hundreds and hundreds of, uh, of, of, of uh, questions you have to sort out. And uh, it's a very, obviously, for obvious reasons, it's a difficult month for us to get through June because not a lot happens. Yeah. So thank you, Trevor, for yeah. keeping uh, the show afloat during the, the, this <laughs> yeah, month. Well and have a, have a well-deserved holiday yourself. Where are you off to? Well, next week I'm going to go and watch a couple of stages of the Tour de France oh, and... Uh, yeah, so, but I'd like just to say to the 17 people who took part, yeah, they've all been good sports, whether you've got two like Barry did or you've gone on to win like Jamie has. I mean, they, they have made the show a pleasure over the last six weeks. So uh, thanks to everybody who's took part. It's been excellent. Right, thank you, everybody, and we'll catch you next week. See you, bye. We're not a city, we're not a town. We're the only one of us around. And you know where we can be found. When Saturday comes again We'll be trying to do our best To cheer all those on who wear the best Whatever challenge, whatever test We're laying an Orient from each end
like an aria from Italy. This is a club and we are proud. So sing it up and sing it loud. We were formed in 1881. Clans and Orient and so begun. The old story and on it runs. We're like an Orient from Eden. Whatever challenge has come our way, the only faithful are here to stay. We will live to fight another day. We're like an Orient from Eden. Like an Orient from Eden. This is our club and we are proud. So sing it up and sing it loud. We're not a city, we're not a town.